Hello listeners, our first question today is from the lovely Martin from Basingstoke. Hi Auntie Mabel, my, my girlfriend has been really horrible to me. Uh, she's, she's left me and moved in with Ken on the next street. I don't really know what to do for the best. I do still love Trish. Well Martin, it's very obvious what you need to do my love. The first thing is, burn down the house. But make sure you don't leave a petrol can lying around with your DNA all over it. Make sure you wipe it clean of all your prints. Then get in your car and get the hell out of there as quick as possible. That's my advice to you, Martin. Welcome to Cat Noir. Insert your own tagline. I wasn't paid for the last week. city's in pain. It calls out but no one can hear. They're too self-absorbed in their own existence to hear that sharp scrape. Metal on metal. It's only heard by a few. Some may even stop their evening entertainment to see if the noise will be heard again, but it never repeats. And they return to their grey, cobwebbed, covered lives, oblivious to the torment around them. It's 8.57pm. Come in! Oh, uh, no, um, I was just browsing this array of door knockers. Um, I'm looking for something to brighten up my front door, and I just wanted to see how this one sounded. I see, sir. How did you find it? Well, it's nice, but I think I'm looking for something with a bit more of a metallic sound. Then can I recommend this one, sir? It's cast iron, which gives it a nice wholesome tone, and the blue pale finish is quite easy on the eye. Yeah, and the price isn't bad either. Can I try it out? Be my guest, sir. Come in! Oh, uh, no, sorry, again, uh, I was just trying out the sound. A thousand pardons, sir. Completely my fault. Don't think anything of it. It's not easy, is it, sir? Breaking lifetime habits, I mean. You get used to answering the front door and it sort of becomes instilled in the long-term memory, doesn't it, sir? Cause a sort of Pavlov's dog response. And it's only my third day here. Oh, I, I, I didn't realise. This week. My third day here this week. But it's Tuesday? That's right, sir. How long have you been here all told? 35 years, sir. Look, I'm going to try and ignore all of this. There's one last knocker I'm keen to try out before I make my purchase. So I'm going to try it out, and you're not going to answer me as if you're opening the front door. I will give it my utmost best, No, sir. no, 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 you can do better than that. Just don't say, come in. Understood? Perfectly, sir. I'm going to try out this last door knocker, and you're going to stay completely silent. Quiet as a feather, sir. Okay, here we go. Come! Ah. Yes, I think with a little more practice, I can do this. Okay, what about if I try it very, very quietly? I'll try my utmost best. I'll give it 110%. Come! A, a, a thousand pardons, sir. Mm, better. Almost there. Should we try one more time? I won't let you down, sir. Okay. Come in! I think I'm going to get a doorbell. A wise choice, sir. Hi, Auntie Mabel. It's Ken from Basingstoke. Um, I've just had my new girlfriend move in and she's really doing my head in. Always on at me to do stuff like the washing up or fix the fence out back. I think I've had enough. Should I ask her to leave? Hello, Ken. Oh, she sounds terrible, love. My advice to you is... 
to slowly poison her. Just a little each day, not too much. Add it to her food and Bob's your uncle. Make sure you don't leave the incriminating evidence in your kitchen. Take it outside and stick it in the incinerator. Then get in your car and get the hell out of there as quick as possible. It's for the best, Ken. Hello, listeners of this podcast. My name's Albert. Albert Herring. I've slipped into this sketch to share my displeasure at the bias this so-called comedy show has shown towards fish. Birds. Oh, they love birds. Herons every week. How many more heron sketches can we take? All I ask, as a herring, is some kind of balance. Sketches where herrings are funny and not the butt of a joke. We want our side of the wall with the herons to be shown. We want someone to be a herring addict. We want to be shoehorned into a conversation. We are actually very sensitive creatures and I for one no longer want to be the humorous end to a sketch. We will not stand being repeatedly made into the punchline to a throwaway gag. Fish, sir? Fish, madam? Excuse me? Yes, sir. Fish, sir? No, thank you. I'm terribly allergic. Look, why are you out here hurling fish at people? Oh, fish are my life, sir. Long family history out on the boats. The smell of the salt, the feel of the wind. Fish, madam? Yes, but why are you out here on the street in a landlocked city throwing fish at people? Oh, to know the complex simplicity of understanding, sir. Take this mackerel. That's a halibut. Ah, oh, but is it really, sir? Is it really? Yes, they're quite clearly identifiable from books, Google, YouTube. Ah, uh, second-hand indoctrinated scribe, sir. This animal came from a place where there is none of that. A floating world of vast nuance, where even the essence of touch is different. Can you imagine it, sir? The smell of the salt, the feel of the wind. Fish, sir? Yes, well, if you love the sea so much, why aren't you out there on a boat or diving? Well, nature's a concept as cruel as she is beautiful, sir. My family have loved the sea for generations, and here I stand crippled with landlocked feet. Landlocked feet? That's right, sir. My older brother diagnosed me when I was about eight. It meant I could never go out and join the family fleet out there on the waves. Oh, I miss it like it was part of me, sir. The smell of the salt, the feel of the wind. I see. I didn't mean to break your faith in humanity and shatter your childhood. Is it possible your brother was just having you on? I'd never thought of that, sir. I suppose it's possible. He always enjoyed a practical joke or two. My childhood was amazing. He used to show me the wonders of the sea and explain so much. Have you ever stood on the bow of a boat and watched the horizon go down, sir? The sun high in the sky, the water wet, the feel of the salt, the smell of the wind. Ah, well, look at us, sir. You and I. Me with my landlocked feet that may not actually be locked to the land, and you with your meticulous knowledge of fish breeds whilst your body is unable to tolerate them. We're just two fibres in nature's intricately woven cardigan, sir. Fish, madam? Look, I'm going to go now. A lot to do today. I only stopped because I was intrigued enough to find out why you were throwing fish at people before the police approach you, which I'm reasonably confident they will. Ah, oh, you're a good man, sir. Can I give you something before you go, sir? Something to help us punctuate this singular passage of time? What? This salmon, sir. That's a herring. And nature continues her dance. Look, I'll take it. But only through concern you might hurl it at me the moment my back is turned. However, since I've no need to punctuate this moment for myself, 
plan simply to hand this over to the next cat I see and go about my day. Goodbye. Goodbye, sir. Fish, madam? Oh, I've run out. Today's phone message comes from the lovely Trish in Basingstoke. Hello, Auntie Mabel. I've just left my husband and moved in with a new man down the road, but I don't know, I think I still love my husband and I want to go home, but I don't know what to say to him or to my new boyfriend to tell him that I'm thinking of leaving. Well, Trish, it sounds like you've realised the grass isn't greener on the other side. I think you ought to talk to your husband face to face and let him know how you're feeling. And if he doesn't want to take you back, my advice to you, as a professional agony aunt, is to stab him to death until he sees your point of view. Then dump the knife in a wheelie bin as far away from home as you can by getting in your car and getting the hell out of there as quick as possible. Good evening, I'm Dale Allen. I'll level with you listeners, I've literally done no research on this week's special guest. None. I've left it all up to production, so this is going to be as new to me as it is to all of you. That said, let's meet our guest. Who are you, sir, and what tawdry tale has brought us both to this grim recording studio on a wet, dank Wednesday afternoon? Hi, Dale. I'm Jim Pokemon from Basingstoke. Big, big fan of the show. Everyone says that. I have no idea why. What humdrum story has elevated your life to marginally above menial? Well, Dale, I learned from a young age that I can do something not too many people in the world can do. Uh-huh. I can turn myself completely inside out. I don't even know where to start. That's right, Dale. Completely inside out. Every day I wish I was an electrician. How would you? I mean, how? I mean, I mean what? Is this even a thing? I know, I know. It's rare. I've only ever met one other person who can do it, and I'm 36. Turning yourself inside out, as in your whole body? Yep. So everything inside of me is on the outside and vice versa. How is that even possible? I'm still trying to find out. First happened when I was around about seven years old. I was blocking around, blowing onto my thumb, and suddenly, pop, I was inside out. I showed my mum. She took me to the doctor. I went inside out for him, but he just immediately quit the medical profession. I know how you felt. And I'm no closer to a physiological answer now than I was back then. I think it's just one of those things that happen sometimes, like the hiccups. But don't hiccups have a well-evidenced, demonstrable scientific pathology? I've no idea, Dale. I'm a chef. Ah. Do you want to see me go inside out? I honestly don't know. Is it safe? Reasonably. Nothing's gone wrong when I've done it so far. Well, then I suppose in the interest of universal whimsy and wonder, and the way I seem to be stuck earning my paycheck, sure, go ahead. Turn yourself inside out. Right then. Brace yourself. I'm just going to sit back a little from the microphone, just in case. In case what? Here we go then. So, I just start by blowing on my thumb, like this, and, uh... Ta-da! Dear God. Well, what do you think? I think all existence is meaningless. Mr. Pokemon, did your pediatrician kill himself after leaving the medical profession? I know what you mean, Dale. It can be quite a shock. I feel quite ill. Listeners, I have no conceivable way of describing what I am seeing here. I just know I want to weep. Oh, don't be down, Dale. It's just one of those universal mysteries, like the hiccups. 
literally watching your heartbeat. I can't look away. I know, fascinating, isn't it, the human body? Plus, I get the added perk of being able to check my own testicles for lumps. Dear Lord, now I'm looking at your testicles. Exactly. How often do you get to see testicles with no skin on them? I'll never eat broad beans again. I ate a sausage roll before coming into the studio. Look, you can see my stomach still processing it. <laughs> you alright, Dale? I can never unsee this. I know what you mean. I can be a little messy looking when I'm inside out. Where is your hair? Inside me now, Dale. Hair, skin, nails, teeth, tattoos, eyelids, all inside me now. But how does it feel? Um, it's a bit like sunburn, I suppose. Only it's sunburn that's inside me, not outside. Mr. Pokemon, I'm going to be blunt. Is there any merit to this wildly terrifying parlour trick? Any singular usage at all beyond being able to give yourself an x-ray without having to queue? I mean, you look like a Marvel superhero that got mashed into some devastating tragedy. Oh, no superhero here, Dale. In fact, I'm quite vulnerable in this state. And not just a physical trauma. I'm entirely exposed to all manner of airborne pathogens, diseases and debris. My mum has always said I need to be a bit careful when going inside out. For the love of God, Please turn yourself back the right way round. Certainly. I mean, it's a little trickier turning myself outside in than inside out. And apparently there's an 8% chance that the oxygen transfer process could cause me to explode. But it's never happened so far. What? Why didn't you say that before you went inside out? I never wanted to see this horror show to begin with. And now there's a chance that turning yourself back round the right way might cause you to die. Explode, Dale. But, yeah, ultimately it will lead to death, I suppose. Still, like I said, though, I've been fine so far. I just need to relax and take a deep breath. Like this. It's quite easy. I'd like to take a moment to dedicate this week's episode of Digging Deeper to the entire Pokemon family. Just as a side note, I'd like to use these last few seconds to assure you listeners that from here on out, I plan to research my guests myself before meeting them live on air. You've been listening to Digging Deeper. I'm I'm Dale Allen. Good night. McDonald's, can I take your order? Yeah, hello, it's me, Danny Peaks. Now, what I need to do is get across the Umber Bridge and go see a friend of mine in East Yorkshire. So, I'm here to pay me toll fee so that you can grant me safe access across your bridge. Now, how much is that going to cost me? <laughs> I'm sorry, sir, this isn't a toll booth. We're actually a successful and globally established fast food restaurant with a drive-through facility. Oh, I see. Would you like to place an order? Yes, please. I need a return ticket to allow safe transport of me and my car over the Umber Bridge so that I can go see a man who may or may not get hurt. (laughs) Once again, sir, toll bridge fees aren't something we can help you with here, but we can offer a range of fast food, snacks, meals and beverages. Is there something you might like to eat or drink? Um, what are the options? Well, 
from where you're sitting in your car, if you cast your eyes very slightly to the left of the order window, you'll see an enormous animated menu that encompasses our full range. Now look, don't go mucking me a bar. Nigel mucked me a bar and that's why I've got to go pay him a little visit. So how about you let me over your bridge and into East Yorkshire so I can go conclude a small matter of business. But we're nowhere near the Humber Bridge. We're not even in the north of England. This is Portsmouth. Is it? Sir, if you don't order any food, I'm going to have to ask you to drive on so I can serve other customers. Listen to me, my old son. We're having a nice chat, you and me. No one's out to threaten anyone, and no one's needed to get hurt. But if you're not going to help me with my toll fee, then how am I supposed to get across that river? Sir, for the last time, the only thing I can help you with here is food and drink. Is it? Would you like to make an order? Very well. I'll have two cheeseburgers, a large fries, and a toll ticket to get me and my car safely across the Umber Bridge. Anything else? Yes. How do I get to Yorkshire? Oh, good morning. Um, I was in here last week. I bought a door knocker. I... It looks like a bomb's gone off. What on earth has happened to the store? You happened, sir. 35 years I've worked here, but after your visit, I had a bit of a think about life, and I've decided you were correct. I believe I had an epiphany, sir. I should have no responses that match any noises I hear at all. Knock on that door over there. Go on, do it. Knock it, sir. Knock it. Um, okay. Sausage! Yeah, I see the issue. Go on, try another. Cabbage stew. That's going to be a problem. Yes. I have actually been unable to answer the door correctly at all since our discussion. I haven't seen my family or my children. Friends don't come round anymore. I've missed the postman on many occasions. Once he was delivering a cheque for my inheritance of £250,000. I never got it. I'm still a pauper, sir. You still work here, though? No. I was sacked. When? 35 days ago. But why? Something about scaring away the customers, sir. Performing an underwhelming service. Unprofessionalism. Bringing the story into disrepute. And my music. Your music? Well, yes, since I've got no active profession at the moment, I decided to get in touch with my artistic side, so I've become a musician. And what do you play? Well, what do you think I play? Mm, guitar. No, take a good look at me, sir. What do you think I play? Bassoon. No, try again. Think hard about my current circumstances. French horn. Closer. Saxophone. No. Door knockers. You play door knockers? Well, it's different. I only hear doorbells and door knockers in my mind. I can't concentrate on life at all. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Knock, knock, knock. Let me play you something. I, um, uh, I, I think... No, I'm... I insist. It was you, after all, that spurred my artistic flair into existence. sacked you for that. Well, that and the fact I trashed the store with a baseball bat, sir. Anyway, why have you come back? I just want a refund. I've realised that a door knocker isn't for me. Auntie Mabel, it's Detective Inspector Shawshank here from Basingstoke CID. We've had a terrible set of circumstances happen over on our patch. There was an attempted arson and poisoning which has resulted in a fatal stabbing. I have a badly burned suspect in hospital, and I was wondering what you thought you were playing at giving such ridiculous advice. Well! 
well, Detective Inspector Shawshank. I can really only see one course of action for me now, and that's to wipe my hard drive, pour petrol over the studio, and use a Molotov cocktail to wipe away any evidence of my show. Then get in my car and get the hell out of there as quick as possible. Goodbye, listeners. See you all again soon. Hold on, hold on, stop the credits. Pray silence for the Grand Visor of the Ninth Siege of the Cult of Herons. I must say, although I was very happy with this episode, I was very disappointed that there were no herons this week. We've come to expect episodes featuring herons in some way, yet here we are. After the recent sketches involving herons, we received many new TripAdvisor reviews recommending our services. One such review said the following. We have been enjoying the sketches performed by Cat Noir involving herons and would heartily recommend these wonderful birds as a perfect addition to any garden pond that does not have a full stock of koi carp. Four and a half stars. I will be writing a very strongly worded email to my local NP... Do do herons have MPs? Uh, uh, no. I will be sending a video to You've Been Framed. Uh, No, that's not how it works. I will be posting a YouTube reaction video to this on my channel, Heron with Shaved Nuts underscore 11. I cannot believe this episode featured no herrings at all. Uh, herons. It's the same thing. Uh, no, best take that back, sir. Uh, we don't want to cause a diplomatic incident and restart a war that only finished two episodes ago. True. Yes, I suppose you are right. Redact that statement. Maybe I'll just keep an eye on the issue and see where it goes. I mean, I don't want to be too hasty. I mean, I do like the podcast. My favourite bit's at the end when the credits cut in over the last sentence of the final sketch. Oh, how exciting. It's happening right now. Amazing. Then the girl says, you have been listening to... You've been listening to Cat Noir. I told you! This episode was written, performed, recorded and produced by Kevin Childers and Matt Sanders. Then they offer the Instagram helpline bit. Uh, I don't think it's a helpline. If you have been affected by any of the issues raised in this episode, then please seek immediate medical attention or follow us on Instagram at Cat Noir Podcast. I have to say I do feel slightly better now. Well, now you are talking all over the end credits, so... Yes, I am well aware, thank you. Well, it's just that this is the end of the season. What? It can't be! Oi, 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 Heron. What? We earmarked this part at the end for me and Kev to have a chat and now you've used up the time with all your ranting. Now we don't appear in the episode either. And I've prepared a really good bit as well. So now I'm going to have to post a reaction video to your reaction video to react to this. That's a lot of reaction. Join us next time for more of this. Well, I guess I apologise for talking all over the end of this episode and the fact that none of us appear in it. Any chance there'll be herons in season two? Uh, no. Herons are so last season. Good morning, Humberbridge toll-free payment line, customer services. How can I help? Yeah, hello. It's me, Danny Peaks. I'd like two cheeseburgers, a large fries and a Coke. The Cat Noir podcast is sponsored by Zapsplat.com. It's where we get nearly all of our sound effects from.